Hello, my name is Hugo Prévost, and this is SVGA, your PC Retro Gaming Podcast. Today, for the ninth episode of our series, I'm joined, as always, by Robert Hills. Hello, Robert. Hello, Hugo. How are you doing? I'm fine, and you? Ah, oh, not so bad. Uh, first of all, I wanted to wish you a happy new year. It's uh, we're, I'm glad to talk to you in 2021. We made it. Yeah, so, we made it only just, but we made it. Yeah. And let's hope that we make it until the end of the year or until we get our vaccine. So yeah, whatever comes first. Uh, but yeah, so glad to. I'm happy to talk uh, video games with you again uh, after the, uh, let's say, the, the, the wild first week of 2021. Yeah. Well, for three weeks, I guess. Yeah, but time now, really flies. Yeah, but now it's. Uh, I mean, since what? Since the the uh, the twenty well twentieth. It's what two days ago now. Uh, no, even no, no. It was yesterday. Yeah, wow, that was that was yesterday. Uh, when Joe Biden uh, officially began his uh, term as president of the United States, feels like everything's going to be fine ish. Uh, anyway, so we'll, we'll see. If, if not, it's slightly better. So, I mean, improve is always good. Yeah, we'll take it. Uh, so, yeah, well, speaking of uh, things are getting better, uh, we had a bit of a snag this week. Uh, what happened exactly? Yeah, well, we were hoping to play um, the original of Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, I think, which is the first game that really got the Tom Clancy's treatment. Um and yep. I couldn't get it to load, unfortunately. So we had to um, we had to switch gears a bit, uh, which turned out really well. Uh, we were having a lot of fun with this one, but um, this week we are well, we played Unreal Tournament. Exactly, Unreal Tournament came out in 1999, developed by Digital Extremes and a little studio called Epic Games. Yeah, never, never really heard of yeah. that one. Whatever happened to them? <laughs> no, exactly, it's, it's like Valve. They never really did anything interesting, and we don't hear about them today. So, yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so Unreal Tournament, uh, published by GT Interactive at the time. Don't don't even know if this exists anymore. Uh, but yeah, so 1999, the year of the arena shooter, uh, because I, I've checked it on the uh, trusty internet, and it's the same year as Quick Tree. Came yeah, out. which is interesting. It, so, at, at the time, actually, I think um, I, I played a little more Quake Three than I did Unreal Tournament. But I remember, I remember when these ones came out, there was a video demo of Quake Three, and in one of the levels, they showed. Um, there was an archway in like a cathedral window and the archway was basically smooth. And that was incredible to me just to give you an idea of like what we're talking about here. This is, they made round edges. Yeah. I mean, it's, it always takes us back when we, uh, when we go back to these games and we remember what we used to think back then. I remember trying Half-Life 1 uh, in a con not even a convention it was well we could maybe call it a convention anyway it was in a uh in the palais des congrès in montreal and i didn't even play the game i mean played the game but it was the 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 tram ride at the beginning that lasts about what 10 minutes it's closer to like three but yeah 
<laughs> yeah, but it feels like <laughs> it feels like it's two, ten or twenty minutes. Well, now it feels so long. Yeah, and uh, I didn't even get to the point where I needed to get off the train to basically really start the game. And I remember being so impressed by the textures, the architecture, the, the fact that everything was alive around mm -hmm. me and it was feeling really like you're being there instead of having a cutscene or a, a title sequence. Uh, but yeah, we won't talk about Half-Life today. We already did. If you want to go back and listen to it, I think it was the very first episode of the series. So uh, episode number one, of course. So then uh, other tournament, um, I didn't really play the, the first one. Uh, I think I discovered the series in 2003 with, when the okay. one came out. And it was a, a, a bit of a weird thing in 2003 because uh, UT 2003 came out that year. And then the year after that, it felt like it was both uh, something like an expansion because the UT 2004 came out, of course, in 2004. And it felt like, I mean, I, I bought both games. And the funny thing is the first one was on seven CDs with uh, paper inserts and you have to switch CDs <laughs> when you install the game. And this 2000, UT 2004 was, I think, one of the first games that I bought on DVD. And then, of course, you have only one disc and so on. Uh, but yeah, it felt like, uh, going to be real quick about this, but uh, UT 2003 felt a little bit unfinished. And then 2004 comes out with vehicles and uh, more mo uh, play modes and more uh, graphics that were a little bit better, but not really that much better. So yeah, it, uh, and then there was... Um, the really less known on Retournament 3 in 2007. And you see that, <laughs> I think they never was on Retournament 2. So it, it feels like <laughs> this series is going all over the place. Yeah, on Retournament, um, the naming of the series. And what happened was in 2014, they did what about every, what, what every studio did around that time was restarting a series and Put it using the, the original name as to confuse right. the most people, uh, as many people as they can. So we have <laughs> Doom One, Doom Two. Well, well, sorry, not Doom One, Doom, Doom Two, Doom Three, and then Doom. <laughs> and then you have Unreal Tournament, Unreal Tournament 2003, 2004, Unreal Tournament Three, and then Unreal Tournament. So. Uh, <laughs> It's a bit of a mix-up. Uh, so yeah, Unreal Tournament in 2014 came out, uh, I remember, on the uh, what was known at the time at the Epic Games Launcher, uh, and which became Epic Games Store, uh, and when Epic became the uh, what we could call the incarnation of Satan himself. himself. That's maybe another top topic for another time. But yeah, so it came out in early access, it still is, um, I think it will never come out officially. I mean, it's it's made by the players. It's it's free to play if you want to try it. Uh, but yeah, so we'll go back to uh, the the OG UT uh, if you if you want. Uh, 
And so, yeah, Arena Shooter in 1999, we played the uh, GOG version, the Game of the Year ver edition of Unreal Tournament uh, available on GOG. Uh, as you, like you said during the intro, it was uh, remarkably smooth and, uh, well, it went really well. Yeah, I mean, for, for a game that... Uh... 1999 so we're we're talking uh, too long ago um <laughs> it i mean on 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 my machine windows 10 all that uh i didn't need to do anything i installed it um i ran it made all my settings and it worked it worked online it worked in single player it's the the graphics didn't hitch that there was no problem which is actually quite incredible and we we brought in a, a few a few friends to play with us online and i mean other than horrendously slow download times within the the, the game itself we had no issues which was kind of incredible for something that is so old and you know it's yeah. not really being developed anymore so it's 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 just it just still works which is fascinating it is. And uh, I mean, I did have a little problem um, and maybe it's linked to my video card or whatever it is, but uh, I had to, and we'll put this in the uh, the article, the description of the episode on, on PF2. Um, there's a way to, if you use the direct 3D option, which is preferred instead of software software rendering, which is basically... Uh, we won't get into the details, but if you use the capacity of your video card, which should be really, really, really overkilled for this uh, 21, 22 years old game. Oh, yeah. I, I never had frame rates like this when I was first <laughs> playing it. No. And, uh, and what, I, what I had was uh, some slowdowns. And I was thinking, oh, God, I cannot, this cannot be. I mean, I have an, an, an RTX 2060. From NVIDIA as a video card, I have a three point whatever gigahertz processor. Uh, this should not happen. And uh, what I discovered was uh, you have to use a custom file to replace uh, something called Open, uh, an OpenGL render, which is another graphics mode if I can summarize it like this. And so, yeah, we'll put the link in the description. It's You can download it. It takes about a second to download. It, you copy this file in the, in the uh, under system in the installation folder uh, for the game. And Place then, a DLL or whatever, and then yeah, exactly. off you and go. Then, and and then, it works. Yeah, it works. Uh, and... Uh, maybe you could just uh, for a second take a maybe turn down your microphone gain a bit. Oh, uh, sorry. Yes, I feel that you're picking a little bit. That's that's okay. Nothing that the uh, post editing can fix. But yeah, if you want to uh, make a note of that time, that's perfect. Thanks. Sorry. Um, yeah. So so sorry about that. What I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Some. So not really. Uh, not really an issue with this. Um, I would say that uh, I tried with the. Uh, it wasn't the case with the, the this when I fixed the problem with the stuttering. But at first, I had the option to play the game in 4K, which the game really doesn't like. Uh, no, that seems like too many pixels. Yeah, it tries to. It tries really hard, but it it, it, it doesn't work. 
but yeah, besides that, uh, it's really smooth sailing. It's fluid. It's fast. Uh, maybe sometimes a bit too fast, even. Yes. Well, I mean, like let let let's get into the gameplay itself because I think I think too fast is maybe the best way to describe the <laughs> yeah. uh, the gameplay. It's it's quick. It's it's really a style that doesn't exist anymore. In yeah. like I even mean, when you talk is... about like Call of Duty or whatever, which is pretty fast paced, this yeah. is just like you are. It's, it's constant fragging. Yeah, exactly. But well, basically, for people that don't doesn't know what an arena shooter is, you're in an arena and you shoot. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you you kill you kill other people with guns. Yeah, uh, and... it's it's a first person shooter that's basically designed as you know some imagined future where for entertainment, kind of like the Running Man. It's just everyone shooting themselves to death, basically. <laughs> I, I think that's the essential story behind it, but they didn't, yeah. you know, work. There, there's a brief intro video that makes it seem like there's a story, but there isn't. You just, it's a, it's a small map, like eight V eight, maybe 16 V 16. Yeah. Kind of shooter. Yeah. And, uh, you have different modes, but the basic mode is death match, of course. So yeah, it's everyone against everyone. And the first one you can set, uh, score limit, of course, or time limit, or whatever you want. Um, and there's also classic modes like capture the flag, uh, dominate domination, which is taking control of certain areas, and then you you get points. And when you have, for example, a hundred points for your team, then your team wins. And you, you know basically how it works. It's everything that's that has been done ten or hundred times since. Uh, but the well, it it wasn't maybe it wasn't the f- really the first time they did this at at the at the time, but it was really an interesting way to to give this feeling of excitement and as we said, speed. I think that was the important part of the of the game is the, the speed, as you said. Yeah, and and they also, I mean, like I was saying about the story, they didn't. There's no real single player the single player is basically just the multiplayer but against bots and you're in the tournament trying to get to the top of the ranks but it it doesn't actually it's just basically practice yeah and 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 i don't i don't really know how often that had been done before no exactly i mean i'm guessing quick tree was basically the same thing and technically uh, i think Unreal Tournament takes place in the Unreal universe with uh, the story from the Unreal games, but on the Unreal games, I guess it, there was Unreal and Unreal 2, and that was it. It got basically wiped out from the <laughs> collective memory of yeah. Gamer. Unreal Tournament really supplanted Unreal, yeah. the, the the game that kind of based it all. Um, what about the controls, though? They are, I mean, I guess the best way I can describe them is loose. Like one <laughs> of the, the weird things I found about it was like one, everything is, is very quick. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, like the modern innovations and in, in shooters or whatever that you, you instantly miss. Like you, you don't, there's no looking down sights. There's no, you don't get yeah. hit markers if you hit someone or whatever. It's, it's just you, you, you pull the trigger and they're either dead or you are. And, and 
one of the interesting things about it was there seems to be a big delay between when you shoot and when you actually shoot. Like you press the button and then like there's a half a beat, which is difficult to get used to. Yeah, exactly. And then they use some weapons, and we'll talk about the the, the, the classic weapons of you on retournament. Uh, you get some weapons where there's once again another delay on top of that. When, for example, there's a rocket launcher, and you cannot have an arena shooter without a rocket launcher. Of course, you certainly can't. And but then when you shoot the rocket, I mean, it's not in, instantaneous. I mean. The rocket has to travel from point A to point B, so you have first of all to to try to uh, predict where the other person's gonna go, and then you're gonna try to okay, am I going to am I going for a straight hit? Am I going for splash damage? And all this in an instant while while you are running, jumping, turning, getting shot. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. it's really really hectic. Yeah, no, it it really is. And um, it, so I I played a few times. And the first time I played, I played against strangers who, um, and one of the interesting things about this game is there, it's not a huge community that's still playing, but there are, there are probably hundreds of servers and dozens of them are populated at like any time you want to log on, like you can find a game with people on it. The problem is that when you find a game with people on it, these are people who are, playing this game fairly regularly and if you have not played this game in a long time it's wow (laughs) i i just got my ass kicked over and over and over and i mean we did like you said before we did a multiplayer match with uh, two of our friends and um i got you kicked my ass yeah that went much better for me i I really enjoyed that that was (laughs) that part was fun and I mean, it's it's like coming back to. It's like putting on old shoes. Uh, you, if, uh, on one side, you feel, oh, this is comfortable. This I know this, and on the <laughs> other side is what? Why did I? Oh yeah, well, that, this is why I got rid of these stupid shoes. <laughs> and, and I mean, as a person who I think you like you said you played more UT than I did. I mean, the original game and. Coming from UT 2003, 2004, uh, this really feels like the foundation of something great. But it's only the foundation. Yeah, and looking back, it, it doesn't, it, it hasn't sort of fully bloomed. Yeah, exactly. And uh, of course, we tried a few few game modes, but when you're f- four people, or I think there was someone with us at, uh, yeah, we, time. that was actually kind of one of the fun things is we had just found an empty server, the the four of us to to try things and just see what was happening. And as we were playing, just random people found our game and then came and kicked our asses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, we couldn't really play something like, I mean, we did play Capture the Flag at the end and people joined in. It was uh, really, really crazy at the end. But uh, for a while, we did some domination. We did some uh, the uh, assault mode, which is basically you have to uh, execute a series of uh, of steps. Objectives. Yeah, yeah, you have to capture objectives and so on and so on. And it feels, and once again, I'm going to go back to, well, this is a strange way to say it, but go go. F- go back to go forward to anyway uh gonna talk about other tournament 
2004, where uh, this was a, the first time I played the assault mode. And basically what they, what they do is they take you a little bit more by the hand. And every time you spawn, they say, oh, you have to do, there's a voiceover that says you have to do this. And there's, you can right. press a button to have a, something like a smoke trail going to towards your objective. And this is because things can get really, really hectic, but at the same time, really, really barren. So yeah. um, I, tried to, I tried the assault mode with bots only. And at the beginning of the game, they said, oh, you have to do this, 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 and this. And it stayed on the screen for about half a second. And it was like, okay, uh, I have to do some stuff. And eventually the bots won the game because <laughs> on, on my team, but the bots won the game because I didn't know what to do. And it was going around in the, it was a boat going on on, on the boat, trying to find something to a button to press, something to destroy and so on. So, uh, like I said, I feel it's, it's like the developers knew that they had something good in their hands. Yeah. But you didn't necessarily have all the resources necessary to have a, a fantastic game. Right. Well, it's interesting because it's it's kind of one of the things we we sort of keep running up against as we we go through all these old games yeah. is that there was a lot less handholding in games than than they are now. And I mean some of that there are there are positives and negatives to that. And I know um, John Romero, one of the guys who developed Doom, he talks about how, you know, level design is now all about like sort of basically just pulling you through a straight line, through a story yeah. instead of being like a maze where you go and find a bunch of different things. But there there are advantages to the sort of hand-holding method in that it 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 allows you to focus on sort of the the core skills of the game, the 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 jumping, the the shooting, the, like whatever it happens to be, it's it's about sort of playing it rather than constantly stopping to ask, okay, I'm lost. What do I do next? Where do I go? What am I supposed to do with this? Like it's it's at the very least, it it tells you like it it, it gives you the next steps so that you yeah. don't feel that you have to like, especially in a game like this where you're playing against random people at all times. And back then it was a lot harder to sort of get in a cohesive group until you, you know, got your own server and stuff um, that it, there's a huge learning curve there. If you just jump into that, like even we had who, you know, we play a lot of games, semi-professionally for this <laughs> podcast and uh, yeah. and just sort of on our own time and 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 in some of these levels it's very difficult like oh shit what do we do now like well what's the point of this like oh we have to do the oh uh, the round's over and there's yeah. and that can be a huge stumbling block to to getting into video games is is you just have people come in run all the way over you and you you don't even know what you were trying to do or why and and so that's that's something that I'm kind of glad that we've moved away from. Uh, I am too, but uh, yeah, there, there could be a, a very long discussion about level design and oh yeah, holding. oh yeah. I don't and, want to get too deep into that. <laughs> no, but I, I want to point out that uh, the funny thing is, I recently played a lot. Uh, go, I went back to the Division Two, which is a, a open world shooter from Ubisoft, and where right. the objective is. 
marked on your HUD, on your screen with a straight line, with a distance marker, and uh, you know exactly what to do. You, you, they tell you exactly what to do. And instead of uh, something like uh, another genre, but Morrowind, our role-playing game from uh, Bethesda, Maybe that's one that we'll, we will cover eventually on this podcast, but where the objective was described instead of being, okay, go this, go there, there's a marker is that, okay, I have to, this, the, the cave is that uh, it's past the second, the second row past the farm and I right. have to go uh, under the bridge. And it's a little bit northeast of that. Is that okay? Where do I go? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you eventually get get to know your way towards your objective. But there's, there, these are two extreme examples. Uh, if I go back to first-person shooters, I recently played uh, Dusk, which is a uh, retro shooter, a modern but retro shooter developed by uh, Dave Zimanski from New Blood Interactive. And it's really, really an homage to uh, 1990s FPSs. Yeah, um, I've played a very little bit. It's spooky as hell. But anyway, yes, yeah, sorry. It's, it's, it's really nice. It's fun. The music is fantastic. The graphics are great, even if it's retro. But you see that there's some stuff behind this that, are, that is quite modern. But the, the problem was, uh, at least for me, that uh, in the level, for example, uh, there can be a, you get into a sort of flow where okay you shoot enemies you collect keys you open doors and then you're stuck yeah and so you've killed everything that you, that you can see you you think that you collected all the keys and then okay did I miss a door did I miss a secret did I miss something yeah and it went for ten minutes and it can be this game can be really fun where you're moving around shooting and dodging and everything and then when you're moving around and there's nothing to do it sucks and oh so, yeah no and it's it's funny because um in one of the games actually i a sequel to a game that i mini reviewed this week on our twitter feed which you should follow at uh SBGA podcast okay. um uh it's Star Wars Dark Forces, I guess, three. It's it's the third one. Um, I think based on the Quake 3 engine, just to tie it in a neat the little bow with one, all of this. Wasn't it the, the first one? I don't... Yeah, so the one I reviewed was the first one, but yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the third one, there is this level where I get stuck every time I play it. And it, it, it happened the first time. It happened a few years ago when I played again. And if I went to play it now, I'd get to the, the third or fourth level. And I just get lost and there's like something i need to do and there's a yeah. door i need to go through and it takes me like 20 minutes to figure out where it is and every time I'm like oh it's this place but i can never and and that was such a common feature in older games where you just at some point you're just aimlessly walking around like oh shit what do i do where do yeah. i go yeah i completely understand and anyway so, so basically well if of course if you play a death match in UT, you won't have any problems. If you no, because you're if you're alive for more than ten seconds, something has gone weird. Or you're ex, you're, you're, you're either very good, things are going quite well, or you are just you've fallen off the map somehow. Yeah, uh, and uh, same thing for capture the flag, obviously. But um, should but we yeah. talk a little bit about capture the flag? Did did you enjoy? Uh, what is I it? Did. Edge. 
I, I, I did enjoy a, bit, a little bit less when you shot me in the head repeatedly. Uh, well, I mean, if you didn't run in a straight line, it would be much more difficult for me. <laughs> I think what it, what is fun about this is, first of all, it's a really, really well-known map. Uh, don't remember exactly the, the, the name of the map, but if you ever played Unreal Tournament, whatever version there is, there's always the same map where it's a capture the flag map and there's two, two castles, temples, two temples or castles or whatever they, they are. And base, between them, there's some roads floating in space or and some... The background spins, you get a little dizzy. Yeah. And so, yeah, you run around and sh- shooting, but when you are out in the open, it's a perfect place to get sniped in the head. Yeah. And, and so I, I used to do, what I used to do is um, change some settings in the game because that's one of the, I think the, the interesting aspects of Unreal is that they, you can add what they call uh, mutators, which is right. so you can change something. You can have something like quad jumps or, uh, inst- and what I used to do was put, put in quad jumps so you can, as the name says, jump four times or was it twice anyway so you can you change the number of times you can jump up and uh, which is basically means that there's low gravity on the in the arena and then you put on what they call insta give which is oh yes. you get something like a, a beam a beam gun shooting a laser laser beam and which kills uh, instantly and so it's really something like Star Wars where you're <laughs> running around. Star Wars, but a bit more graphic. Yeah, exactly. Everything's exploding into guts and blood. And you can p- try to play capture the flag like this or even that match. And it's just completely crazy. Um, yes. What do you think about the music? The music was, was good. I mean, I had to turn it down um, in part because we were – we were doing voice chat and it's very yeah. difficult to voice chat with because it's kind of like, I don't know if I'd call it heavy metal, but something in that kind of, what you know, heavy yeah. volume level. And it's, but it's, it's, you know, for a, a lot of the games we've been playing, you know, sort of in the MIDI spectrum of music, this was, uh, it was an interesting change because all of a sudden, you know, they're doing MP3s or whatever. And you've got like, yeah. you've got full music. And something like electronic and like you said, a bit of heavy metal. Uh, yeah. Really, really end of the nineties. Uh, yeah, it's it's stuff. the end of the nineties idea of what the future music would sound like. It's the best way I can describe it. Yeah, something from the Matrix or something like yes. that. Yes, yeah, fits in very well in that kind of like gray green spectrum of just imagine what that sounds like, and the, that's that's the music. <laughs> uh, would you recommend playing the original Unreal Tournament? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was all kinds of fun. Um, if you've got a few friends, it's it's not that expensive. It will. If you've got a PC, it will likely work, and you may not even need to do anything at all to get it to yeah. run. Like I didn't even have to run it on compatibility mode. Um, the multiplayer, you don't need any extra programs. You can just do it in the game. You can just get a few friends together, and um, and just play and it's it, it works it's fun it takes a little while to get a, the hang of because it is it's it's different than a modern shooter it's it's both harder and easier at the same time um 
but yeah, I would absolutely play this again and recommend it to, to, to anyone else to play. I have to say, I was afraid we would have to uh, try some third-party programs to do some multiplayer. I remembered when we tried to play um, Total Annihilation, and it went a, a bit. I mean, once we got our hands on the what what's called the what is it called Game Game Ranger? Ranger Game Ranger yeah, and I was thinking I was hoping that we would have to. Uh, get into this and maybe try to... There was also the option to try to set up a false uh, local area network to play in uh, to play in LAN mode. So basically as as if we did a LAN party, which would be nice, but in these times it's not recommended. Um, but yeah, no, like you said, it went really well. Um, didn't there's, even have to start our own server. Just, no, there's so many servers out there. You can You can go play with people right now. Wherever you yeah. are, there are people playing Unreal Tournament. <laughs> I don't know what it says about a society, but I think it's I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it's uh, good. And yeah, I mean, well, it better be. I mean, we're we're doing an old games podcast. I, I <laughs> it's good for us at least. <laughs> Absolutely, and I would certainly recommend the game too. Uh, like you said, a bit, little bit harder to get back into. Uh, I, I will try to see if. We can still buy on Retournament 2004, 2003, to see, just to see if we can still play this. Uh, maybe it will be a bit strange and we'll have more problems with this version than with the original one. We'll see. Yeah, it's just, weird how that happens sometimes. It, it actually yeah. could be more difficult. There's a weird period of time, uh, what we maybe could call the Windows Game Live era. Uh. Uh, some stuff was just not functioning right. Yeah, uh, that, that. Yeah, yeah. It was a strange time, a dark time. So uh, anyway, always a pleasure, Robert, to nerd out about old PC games with you. Uh, thank you, of course, to everyone listening right now. Uh, before we go, we'd like to maybe take a few moments to talk about what's new on your our Twitter account. Uh, as you said, Robert is at SVGA Podcast. Uh, would you like to maybe? try to sum up what's going on there yeah well we're doing we're doing a couple things um we're gonna start doing uh mini reviews every tuesday and yeah. essentially just you know quick four or five tweet thread where we uh go through an old game and this week as i as i mentioned in a very roundabout way um i i reviewed uh star wars dark forces a uh 1995 um two and a half d first person shooter um really great a lot of fun um it's a pretty good star wars story it's a game that holds up reasonably well it's it's basically like playing a much more refined doom in the star wars universe and it was a lot of fun mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, every Thursday, as I did earlier today, because of course we are recording this on the Thursday night, it's the, um, well, I, I found a, a city name for it, but it's... Uh, it's I had nothing to do with this name. I just want to be clear before <laughs> it's we go. It's called Ganza, which is basically a sales thread. Uh, we go on the Humble uh, Bundle website because they are our partners in this. And we select a few games for you, uh, games that we like already. And basically, usually it's games from the 90s, the early 2000s. Uh, I think I cheated a, a little bit today with Borderlands 2. 
but it's a really really good game so whatever and i mean we can basically do choose to do what we want with this it's our it's our show after all but yeah we, try we make stay- the rules yeah, we make the rules. Uh, we try to stay within certain boundaries. But anyway, so it's a sales thread every Thursday. Uh, great games, great prices. So if yeah. you want to... Uh, this week, I I picked up a game I um, had been you know looking at and hadn't actually bought yet. But uh, the original Max Payne is very cheap right now. Um, yeah. and you should check out SVGA Podcast to find a link for that. Um, because I paid less than $4 for it, and it's a fantastic game you should go play. Yeah, it's really, really good. Uh, maybe I haven't played, played the third one yet. It's somewhere in my library, uh, but I heard it was a bit different from the first and the second one. And yeah, it is a bit different. I only played it on console, so it was a very different experience, but uh, still enjoyable, still a lot of that kind of storytelling and stuff, but uh, you, you go to Brazil and you're sort of a, bodyguard for a high-end thing so it's very different than the like hard-boiled new york cop fighting a drug war kind of thing i see and whatever you do don't watch the movie it's bad it's i think i saw it and i remember absolutely nothing about it um there is mark Wahlberg in it that's all you need to know don't yeah good enough pass (laughs) i mean pass a second time i guess i i don't know the first one the first viewing didn't leave an impression so i mean it wasn't that's that's for it was either good nor so bad that i remembered it which is probably the worst <laughs> thing you can say about a movie yeah. uh we will also officially uh well we will also soon officially launch our twitch channel uh, it already exists if you want to search for svga podcast of course there we are already there uh, but we will launch our uh, series of let's plays I already have one let's play about uh, Fate, the excellent game Fate. But we'll move on to Twitch. And if you uh, will keep you posted about this, if you want to come hang out, watch us play, basically watch me rage and uh, <laughs> fail. So <laughs> we'll try to be kind of amusing. You should, you should join us. It's, it's fun. Have some uh, good commentary. So that's it for us. You can catch up on previous episodes, of course, on pieuvre.ca. We're also on SoundCloud and on Spotify. See you next time. Thanks, everybody.